0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni over at aslobcomesclean.com. Noni is short for anonymous. I started out with that name because it's about my deep, dark secret. Um, aslobcomesclean.com is where I share the completely honest and never ending story of my personal deslobification process. As I figure out what works and what doesn't work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing, I share the truth about strategies for cleaning and organizing. So um, thanks for joining me. This is podcast number 50, which is just a little bit crazy. Um, I am going to talk today about quick and easy meals. And honestly, the reason I'm talking about quick and easy meals today is that um, I don't want to talk about other stuff. If you're a follower over on the blog as well, which you totally should be, maybe you saw my um post yesterday that came out about um my master bedroom. And, you know, I can get to where I'm feeling like I'm doing so great in the rest of the house. Like am my word, my dishes are done, like almost every single night. And I can let people in my house because <laughs> I mean, you know, my living room <laughs> there might be like one or two pairs of underwear on the floor. But other than that, I mean, really, it's not that bad, you know. Um, But then my master bedroom, I'm telling you, it just becomes it. It just starts with, oh, my word, where am I going to put this and such and such? I I just have to stick it in there. Because that's the door I can close and I can justify people not going into because I mean, really, what normal decent human being expects to go in someone else's bedroom. But anyway, um, yeah, and then it just turns into this abyss and that's what it was, but I had to deal with it because I had an insurance person coming over because my washing machine that died a few weeks ago ruined the wood floor in front of my laundry room. So anyway, um, yeah, that's my total honesty. If you would like to see, um, yeah, how bad it can get back to you. And then honestly, the thing that I feel like I have to give is to show people that it's worth it to keep going. Because the simple fact is I am never going to be perfect. I'm never going to have a perfect house, but that doesn't mean that I stopped trying because I used to feel like, oh, well, I cleaned up my master bedroom. I got it perfect. And then all of a sudden it went back to craziness and I don't know what happened. So what's the point of ever trying again? You know, and even though I struggle with that, there is a point in trying again. I mean, part of it has been me realizing this is always going to be a struggle So it's always going to be something I just have to do it again. Okay. Every time I do it, it goes a little bit longer. You know, I learn a little bit more, a couple things, you know, I'm always going to fall down. I'm always going to have to keep getting back up. And it's not, it doesn't mean that I need to just quit and give up. Okay. So there's that little speech. So I'm going to talk about food today because, um, I've told y'all before, you know, my husband, he will brag on me big time over, my ability to get dinner on the table, lickety split. You know, I mean, I can say, Oh my goodness, I forgot to buy cheese and I was going to have fajitas tonight, but, um, okay. I'll just make something out. Oh, what, what, what's that, honey? You've got basketball pictures in 20 minutes and I completely forgot about that. It's okay. I can get dinner complete. Well, maybe not in 20 minutes and eaten, but I can have dinner ready in 15 minutes. Just I just can because of different things that I do that I'm going to talk about. So anyway, that's one of those things I'm good at. So I feel like talking about something I'm good at today because, you know, I've got the master bedroom (laughs) angst going on right now, even though it's way better because I actually cleaned it anyway. um, So I'm going to talk about easy meals specifically with chicken that I pre-cook. I talked about this in another podcast um, where I talked about just kind of my general method of meal planning and my version of freezer cooking, that is podcast number. Yeah, I'm gonna find it real quick. Uh podcast number 21. So you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash podcasts to see uh to get to podcast number twenty one. Uh you can also find the show notes there, things that I mentioned in that. Um but I want to talk about that because as a mom, I always need new ideas for meals, because, you know, I tend to find myself back in the same old rut, you know, and then I'll kind of be adventurous for a little while. And then one of the one or two of those adventurous meals will end up making it on our rotation, which just kind of extends it, you know, so it's kind of an ongoing thing, because that's just one of those things as a anyone who runs a household knows you have to eat and food that you make at home is, generally going to be a lot healthier and cheaper than what you can get eating out. Um, My mother grew up on a farm and one of the four syllable words, you know, that would kind of be like a four letter word in other households for us was preservatives. If it had, I mean, that was like a bad thing. I mean, if, if there was a, you know, oh, well, why would we want to eat that? That has preservatives. I mean, that was just the bad word in our family. And so my mother basically stayed away from anything with preservatives in it. Velveeta. Oh my goodness. We didn't eat Velveeta. It was an extremely rare thing. Now, as we got to be teenagers and, you know, Rotel dip or whatever, cheese dip was the thing that everybody wanted at parties. Well, of course we had it then. But for the most part, I mean, we just didn't have anything that came from a box, a mix, most things that could be shelf stable unless it was pasta or rice or something like that. We just didn't have it because she just didn't cook that way. So that's kind of, you know, in my mind, um, you know, what I, I can remember my Girl Scout troop went to the store, we were going to make a meal. And so part of the deal was that we were going to the store and we were buying the ingredients and the scorn on my mother's face when one of the girls wanted to buy pre grated cheese, because this was back in the eighties. And I think pre grated cheese, like already grated cheese was a new thing. Like nobody had really seen it very much. It was this brand new thing. And my mother was just like, why would anyone extra money to have pre-grated cheese. So convenience in the kitchen, not really my mom's thing, but at the same time, she was a great cook or is a great cook. And, um, also kind of, you know, brought me up with this idea of no, we weren't like, um, hippie, whatever, crunchy people necessarily, but I did not grow up eating box packaged, all that kind of food. So it's much more natural and normal to me to, you know, cook from scratch. But the reality is a busy life and the kind of brain that I have that goes, oh my word, it's five o'clock, um, means that I need things to, um, you know, I, I need things that are convenient. So basically what I do is I make my own convenience foods, whatever I can do to make things ahead so that it is cooked from scratch. It's from, you know, made at home. I know exactly what's in it. It's not from a mix, but whatever I can do ahead of time and then freeze it that makes meal planning easier. That's, that's kind of my general philosophy. And I talk about that in that other podcast, 21, kind of how I came about, um, kind of being passionate about this thing, but, um, specifically I'm talking about chicken. Uh, I shared a video a couple weeks ago on Facebook has like 160,000 views or something crazy like that over 1100 shares. Um, And that is, uh, showing how I use my hand mixer to shred chicken because, um, you know, I've gone through different phases. I've baked chicken and then frozen it whole. Um, but the best tasting method that I have found has been when I have gone ahead and shredded the chicken and then, um, packaged it in Ziploc bags, uh, for, you know, future meals. So this is what I do now. I've done all kinds of different things, but what I do now is I put, I fill my crock pot. Like we're talking close to the top with, um, chicken breast. I salt and pepper it pretty liberally. I mean, I, I used to kind of hold back on that and then I just got to, where, you know, I like the flavor. So I salt and pepper, mostly pepper, not as much salt, but salt and pepper, the the chicken You know, as much as I can, mix it around, get it to where there's salt and pepper around everything. And I just cook it for like six or seven hours on low until it's completely cooked through. Um, at that point, it's super easy to shred and sure you could shred it with your forks. No big deal. But let me tell you what's a whole lot easier than shredding with forks for real is, um, using a hand mixer or your KitchenAid stand mixer, either one, whatever, you know, you've got, that's more accessible for you. My KitchenAid mixer is on the other side of the kitchen, so that's not going to happen. But anyway, um, I just put in a bowl. Now you don't do it inside the crock pot because it will splatter hot water, hot juice all over the place and you will burn yourself. So don't do it in the hot liquid, but you need to do it while it's still hot, but just go ahead and use your um, tongs to lift the chicken out of the crock pot put it in a different bowl where it doesn't have the juice in there with it and then on low use your hand mixer just kind of press it down on there and then turn it on on low yes you may flick a little bit of chicken across the kitchen but you know for the most part you're going to be fine and the dog will be happy anyway so you uh just do that it's amazing it shreds the chicken perfectly super fast without causing all the carpal tunnel pain that I used to get from trying to shred it with a fork or cut it with scissors or whatever. Um, so really it's, it's life-changing and it's a really cool video. So I'll link to that in the show notes for this podcast number 50. But so I take that. So I've gotten to where I just do more and more and more. I get the 40 pounds of chicken from Zacon, which I will link to a post uh, that kind of explains how all that works. Basically they have a truck that delivers 40 pound packages of chicken to a specific place on a very specific day. And you have to order it and pay for it ahead of time. And then you show up, it's usually like in a church parking lot. Um, you show up and you get this chicken off the truck and you take it home and then you have to deal with the 40 pounds. But I go ahead and generally just trim it, stick it straight in my tr- crock pot, about 25 pounds worth. Cause I have two different crock pots um, and then I shred all that and go ahead and have it in the, the fridge. And that allows me to make super crazy, fast, quick meals, which are perfect for nights when we have games or we have practices or we have church or whatever it is, because as the kids get older, it only gets busier. So that's kind of where, what I'm going to talk about uh, today. So some different meal ideas um, that I have shared recently, one of them, and this is, one that my daughter had said, mom, you need to figure out how to make this. Back when I used to coupon, I would get every once in a while, it was rare, but I would get these, I think they were Bertoli freezer meals. And it's basically pasta and it has like a Alfredo sauce and spinach and chicken. And it comes in this freezer meal bag and you just put it in the skillet and basically heat it up and it's wonderful and great. And my daughter loved it. And my daughter doesn't like spinach. And so for her to remember something with spinach in it and say, mom, can you please make that with the spinach in it? Was like, oh yeah, I need to figure out a way to do that. Um, But these meals, I think they served like two and a half people. So I would have to use two of them for our family and then not have any leftovers which doesn't really work very well cuz my husband takes uh, real food for lunch the next day he doesn't do sandwiches so um anyway uh i thought well you know what i bet you i could figure that out that's got to be so easy well then i realized i can use this pre-cooked chicken so all i do is um boil we use bow tie pasta cuz that's what came in these little packaged meals bow tie pasta but you could use rotini or any kind of you know smaller type pasta that your family particularly likes. I do not like the ziti or whatever. For some reason that grosses me out. But anyway, um, but the bow tie pasta is what I use. So all I do is boil water. I know that's super hard, right? Boil water, salt the water just a little bit, put the pasta in as the pasta is almost done. I dump in like a chunk, probably a cup to a cup and a half, um, of the frozen pre-cooked shredded chicken that I did myself. So it's not some meat that got processed somewhere else. I actually did it in my own home. I know exactly what's in it. Anyway, um, I take that chunk. I don't thaw it at all. um, but as the noodles are almost soft enough, I throw that frozen chunk of chicken in there and about half of a bag of frozen spinach. And those both. I mean, basically all the chicken has to do is it just has to thaw. I mean, you just want it to be thawed and warmed. You don't want to recook it. So it just needs to be in there long enough, which in boiling water, it happens almost immediately. Um, you know, the, once the chicken breaks apart from its big frozen hunk and, uh, is warmed through, which basically by the time the pasta is done, cause it's going to cool the water down a little bit to throw those f- frozen things in there. But by the time the pasta is done, your chicken is perfect and your spinach is perfect. And then I just dump all of that that's now in the boiling water, all of that into the colander to drain the water, dump it back into the pot and pour a jar of um, Alfredo sauce. I get it at Aldi for like a dollar sixty nine, I think. Um, a jar of Alfredo sauce over and it's hot. And so it heats the sauce as it is. I don't really have to, you know, stick it back on the stove. Although you could for just a few minutes, even, or a minute or two, just to warm the sauce through. Although it's warms, I think plenty without doing that. Um, but that is a super quick meal that only takes the time that it takes to order. I mean, to cook pasta. And I know I've heard from several readers how easy it is to make Alfredo sauce. So that's my next goal is to make that, um, myself and, you know, use that instead. And then I would have a completely home cooked meal, except for the pasta. I don't actually make my own pasta and I never will. Um, but you know, that's, that's a meal where it's not a frozen meal that somebody else prepared in a factory somewhere. It's something that you've prepared at home. And yet it truly is done in 15 minutes, super easy, super crazy, um, simple, but my family loves it. Like they think it's the greatest stuff ever. And my kids actually don't pick out the spinach. They eat it because you really can't taste it, even though I feel like I can taste it because I like spinach, but whatever. Um, Another idea very very similar is just um chicken and noodles. To me that is one of those ultra homey meals. You know, we've had we haven't had anybody actually down majorly sick, thankfully over the last month, even though a lot of people we know have had the flu and mono and all kinds of crazy things, but we've just kind of had, you know, a couple of days, hubby had a cold and two of the kids had a really quick, quick stomach virus where they threw up once in the middle of the night, you know, that kind of stuff, um, where people just don't feel great. And that's when stuff like chicken and noodles just sounds so yummy and so good. So one of the things that, um, I can make super quick is just, um, three quarts of chicken broth, which you can use homemade chicken broth if you want to, or you can do like me and just do three quarts of water and then um the correct amount of um chicken bouillon from Costco that I get in bulk anyway. So I just put that, you know, in there and I boil that chicken broth. And once that chicken broth is um boiling, I dump in a sixteen ounce, I think, package of uh egg noodles cause egg noodles are the kinds that won't get mushy, you know, as they're in liquid like that and they stay in liquid. Um, so dump in the egg noodles. And then when the egg noodles are almost cooked, I dump in about a cup and a half chunk of frozen pre-cooked shredded chicken, uh, and put it in there and it, you know, thaws and warms. And then I just leave it. I don't drain that water off. That's that's the chicken and noodles. You know, if you wanted it to be more like soup, you could use four quarts instead of three quarts. Um, but, you know, it's still soupy, but it's mostly just the noodles, the chicken, and a little bit of broth. And it's it's just one of those nice, homey, yummy comfort foods and makes people feel loved. And it's done truly in 15 minutes, which is kind of amazing, really. Okay, other things that I can do with my... Pre cooked shredded chicken. One of the things I do is I will use that to make uh, chicken fried rice. Chicken fried rice is one of the most popular recipes on my blog. Um, I learned how to make fried rice when I was a teacher in Thailand, not because I was being so um, appreciative of, of the opportunity to be around it, but because I was a speech teacher and one of my students gave a speech on how to make fried rice. And the thing that I remember about fried rice was that it's meant to be a dish to use up leftovers. It's meant to use up leftover rice. It's not, you, the worst thing you can do if you want to make fried rice is cook the rice right then. And then it's all soft and mushy. No, it needs to be yesterday's rice, or as I do, rice that I've frozen, um, And then I just thaw out because it needs to be drier and that's how it works best for chicken fried rice. Um, but I, I have the recipe there on my blog. Um, and although ideally I do prefer it if I, you know, cut my chicken into bite-sized pieces and, you know, um, stir fry it fresh with garlic and onion, that's great. Uh, but when we're in a hurry, um, I just use the shredded pre-cooked chicken and, uh, so what I do is I put a tiny bit of oil in the pan. I don't need much because I'm not really cooking it. Um, I do thaw it, like a, about a cup or cup and a half of shredded pre-cooked chicken that's frozen. I put it in the freezer. I mean, sorry, put it in the microwave, um, for about a minute on 10% power. And that just gets it to where it can actually break up. And then I put it in to the pan. I add some more garlic and onions with it and I just kind of get it to where it's heated all through. Add some, um, uh, peas and carrots, frozen peas and carrots. That's one of the frozen vegetables that I always try to have on hand is just a bag of peas and carrots. I just dump some, however much your family likes, um, in there with the chicken, get those nice and warmed up. Um, Oh, before you do that though, cause this thing I always forget before you do that, you need to scramble a couple eggs. Okay. And then you take the eggs out and then you, in that pan, um, do the chicken and the garlic and the onion and the, uh, peas and carrots. And then I add in the rice And a lot of times I will add a little bit more oil. I'll move all the chicken and vegetables to the side, put a little oil in the middle, add in the rice, get that good and fried up and mix it all together. Um, I squirt a little soy sauce over the top just to where it's the color that I like. Um, if it doesn't quite have the flavor I want, I'll add a little bit of, um, garlic salt, just sprinkle it across the top and then mix that in. Um, and then at the end I add the Uh, egg back in. And it's super duper easy. I will link to the recipe on my blog with pictures that you can see. And that is one of my family's absolute favorite, favorite meals. And even though I would say I prefer to not use the pre-cooked chicken in that, I have never once had my family who literally cheers when I make this recipe. I've never once had them say, mom, why do you use this kind of chicken now? Mom, I really like it better with the other kind of chicken. It's like they don't even notice. So even though I do notice and I, it could be better if I didn't use the pre-cooked chicken, my family's okay with it. So, you know, it's, it's worth it to them to have chicken fried rice. And I don't even know that they've noticed that I do that. Um, another thing that you can do with the pre-cooked chicken is chicken and bacon subs, um, getting the, the hoagie rolls and, uh, just spreading the, um, pre-cooked chicken across it. Sometimes I'll use like chicken breasts that I have grilled and then frozen, I'll slice them or whatever. And it, it does need to be thawed enough that it's not going to, um, you know, make your bread soggy or anything. So it needs to be fully thawed for this. Um, but spread those across little mozzarella on top of that, some bacon on top of that. And you have this really fancy little, um, sandwich that people think is wonderful and exciting. Um, another thing would be, uh, white chicken chili. Okay. On this, I use the precooked chicken as well. Um, I put a little bit of dehydrated onions in there. I don't like dealing with onions and we don't really love onions anyway. So, um, I get the little in the spice section, I get the little, um, bottle of dehydrated onions. I know it's such a cheating thing, but that's what we like. Um, at one teaspoon of cumin, I will link to this on the blog as well. Half a teaspoon of oregano a little bit of cayenne pepper, um, two cups of chicken broth, two 15 ounce cans of white beans, like great Northern beans. Um, one can of Rotel, which is, uh, tomatoes and green chilies in case you don't have Rotel where you live and a teaspoon of garlic salt, uh, mix that all together. And it is such a nice, warm, yummy, um, Hearty soup. Uh my kids don't love it, but we don't care because we like it and they can deal with it. Um, I mean they'll eat it, but they don't love it. Anyway, but when you have the chicken pre-cooked, a recipe like that, that when you read it, you go, okay, cooked three breasts of chicken and then chop them and da, da da. Well, you know, it cuts all that part of the time off. And I can just literally dump the frozen chicken in there because it's going to thaw and warm in the soup itself. So that's one of those times where I love it there. I also have a recipe for, um, tortilla soup as well that, uh, you know, has the same concept. I will link to that, um, also on there. Um, okay. So those are some ideas for using pre-cooked chicken breast to make super duper easy meals. I'd love to hear other recipes that you use chicken in, basically anything where the first part of the process is to cook chicken breasts and then either chop them or shred them. If you have this in the freezer, um, already done, you can cut out that entire step. And generally that's one of the most time consuming steps of any of them. Um, so thanks so much for joining me today. I did want to make sure that, um, I told you something I learned last week on podcast number 49. I shared um just kind of I know it should be so obvious to a lot of people who listen to podcasts, but it wasn't to me. How I had learned the wonderfulness of um actually subscribing to podcasts and how they just automatically download on my phone and how great that was. Well, the other thing is um my husband has a Bluetooth speaker that I bought for him probably a year ago, Christmas, he loves that speaker. I mean, like loves, loves, loves it so much that this Christmas, you know, he kind of collected different gift cards and things like that, that he'd gotten and some birthday money. And he wanted to get an even nicer one. Like he wanted to get a really fancy one. So when he did, I said, well, can I have your old speaker then? And I think I probably could have used it anyway when he wasn't home. Um, I never, anyway, so he set it up for me. It's so easy. I mean, a Bluetooth speaker, like if you set it up with your, um, with your phone, uh, just go into settings and click on Bluetooth. And it's, it's truly amazingly easy how you do that. You can even set it up to, um, capture the sound that's coming out of your computer and magnify that. And what it did for me was like yesterday, oh my word, it was a crazy cleaning day, which I'll write about in a blog post next week. Seriously, it's been kind of a bleh week. But anyway, um, I was cleaning all day long because I had this horrible styrofoam mess all over my house, which was crazy. But um, as I did that, I listened to podcasts. And because I had this speaker that made them really, really loud, um, I could go pretty much all over the entire house. Now, I know if you have children at home, that's not always something that you certainly want. But for me, you know, like if I'm doing laundry, if I'm washing dishes, I would get irritated when a podcast was coming out of my phone. And then I would turn the water on and I couldn't hear it for a second, you know, so it's kind of like, oh, it was always just kind of this thing. But with this speaker, it made it plenty loud so that I could hear and, you know, go from room to room and always basically be able to hear. And then uh, if you know, if it's coming through your phone, you can, I mean, it'll still like let you know, when a text comes in, you'll still, it'll stop when the phone rings or whatever. So, um, basically whatever sound would come out of your phone then comes out of the speaker instead. So I'm going to link to my husband's old speaker because it's way cheaper than the new one that he bought. Um, but just as an idea for you, if you do like to listen to podcasts and that does help you in your cleaning and you do get frustrated sometimes about when you have to go from room to room, you feel like you're missing or you can't hear it very well. Um, that might be something, you know, for you to consider. Um, and don't forget that you can go, if you're subscribed, you can click on the little I next to this and you will find the show notes for this complete with links right there in iTunes, or you can go to a slash podcasts. Um, you can also go to, um, aslobcom- a slob, slash connect to find me on all my social media channels and make sure that you email me. I got a great question from one of you that I plan on answering in a, a podcast very soon. Um, that someone emailed to me. And uh, so if you'd like to email me, just email me at aslobcomesclean at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Bye.